The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Peace, Truth Tribe. I am author, counselor, and coach Zara Hairston, helping you get free and stay free from toxic by reminding you that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. And you can visit ZaraHarrison.com slash help me for a list of resources that may help you do just that. I did not forget. I did not forget. Look, I know my schedule full, but I did not forget. I came on here recently and I did a live and I said that I wanted to do a throwback video of my reaction to a video called... Um, this is true friendship or something about covenant friendship. And I said that um, Loretta, who watches this YouTube channel often and also is a participant of the Dearly Beloved Support Group, and she did True Tribe Challenge number four, four, I think, um, the one that was on Voided. She brought to my recollection that I did a video about friendship and how some friendships can be toxic. And I told you two lives ago, I was going to do a little um, reaction or like throwback and talk about it. So in this live, I'm going to, we're going to talk about it. Let's talk about it. Is that your friend or not? And when you watch this video, you're going to be able to answer that question. Is that your friend or not? Some of us are in toxic friendships and they are not healthy for us. Been there, know what that's like. And so let's examine friendship from a biblical perspective because I didn't call them friends back then. So I'm going to bring up an old video that deals with friend, the, the term that we currently use as friendship, which should really be covenant. And this video will explain that. And I think that it will really help those of you who are wondering or dealing with friendships that that are toxic. Like, you know, is this toxic or am I being, am I overreacting? Um, am I requ requiring too much? Like, what am I doing? So let's take a look back at this throwback old video years ago that I totally forgot that I even did until someone that watches told me about this video. Like, Zara, you did a video on friendship and it really blessed my life. And that's how I found you. And I was like, wow, let's bring that back. So let's look at it. Let's look at it. I ain't mean for it to start that fast. So I used to do what was called Zara Talks, and I would, would deal with certain topics. And again, this one has to do with friendship. Peace, Latifah. And so let's look at it. Let me put myself down here in the corner. All right. Modern day friendship will be totally foreign in ancient times. Way back in the day, they didn't befriend like we do today. In fact, the word friend wasn't even used, but originates from covenant. So they mostly made covenants. The term covenant is often referred to as cutting. So some blood was usually shed in order to establish a covenant. Therefore, it wasn't something that you entered into lightly. And once you entered into it, it wasn't something you treated lightly either. A covenant placed the recipients under very strong responsibility and obligation. We even see sprinkled throughout the Bible that certain principles and ordinances were only established by covenant. So I encourage you to pray for covenant relationships because it's the kind of relationship that is much, much more meaningful. Be blessed. All right. So, uh, 
the uh, hold on how do i put myself back up her hold on so i love that first tip i think it's four tips that i offer about friendship because way back in the day i used to it was either facebook or instagram i can't remember which one it was or it could have been youtube i can't remember i used to do these one minute nuggets or jewels or gems um similar to what i did way before that called 60 second heart checks well i would just kind of drop something throughout that week in a series related event episodic type event for 60 seconds each so these little tidbits are 60 seconds each and it's dealing my bad and it's dealing with the term friendship and i love i love 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 that clip i'm so glad that loretta brought this back to my memory Mm, maybe like three weeks ago she brought it up maybe even longer ago than that but i'm just getting to it um because it's a great reminder for us to take inventory of those that we call friends and for us also to see if we're really being you know what a friend is a friend is supposed to be as you saw in the first clip it's really the term we should should really be using is covenant and we should be seeking covenant relationships because those relationships are way more meaningful than these just haphazard you know, high and buys and, you know, surface type stuff. It's fine to, to be, you know, have that. Everybody's not going to be our friend because it requires such a level of commitment for true covenant friendship. But I think so many times today we just jump into these relationships and we call somebody a friend who ain't even proved themselves. Ain't even, you ain't even proved yourself. Man, let's get back into it. Let's see what the, the second tip was. The first tip was basically we should really be looking for covenant relationships not friends so let's see what is the second tip? a covenant relationship unlike modern day friendship is a true sacrifice and that sacrifice often includes humility value placement and vulnerability humility in a covenant relationship removes jealousy value placement establishes worth and rids selfishness vulnerability cancels pride. Jesus is the model of all these things. The only way we really know if we're operating in them is if we are in him. I encourage you to evaluate your relationships up against the truest model. This will help you determine if you're really experiencing covenant relationship as opposed to modern day friendship, which is not always biblical. Be blessed today. All right, so that was tip number two. Um, yeah, your girl, all that makeup was was a hot, was, I ain't gonna say a hot mess, way too much. Um, you know, different time in my life. Background, girl, why you got that dark background? Sound, girl, you ain't got a mic. But you know, it was what it was. My husband was helping me out then. He used to be like, go get this piece of fabric so you can have your different colors or whatever. But this was a time where I was learning YouTube. I, I didn't really know everything that I was doing or whatever. But um, the content is definitely valuable. Obviously, I know the most high is true name now, so I don't say that that particular name anymore. But the principle still remains, uh, especially with the value placement, understanding where someone is placing you in your life regarding to behaviorally how they show you whether you're valued or not. Oftentimes, we just we say that we're friends because we met someone. We say that we're friends because of happenstance caused us to align at these the same exact time with this person. So now we must be friends because we met at this exact same time. Does not mean that that's 
that was y'all that sent them. Y'all don't send everybody. We got to test the spirits. We have to prove a friend. We have to be able to see the value of not just that person, but how they value us and where they place us in their lives. And that's going to dictate oftentimes a covenant more than just this haphazard loose term called friend. You know, I also teach my children like, look, you, you're not you're not about to be out here just calling everybody your friend. A friend really got to prove they so. Before I call somebody my friend, man, look, it be sometimes about a year before I will call someone my friend. And some people get mad at that. They're like, we've been knowing each other for so long and you still call me, you know, I, I'll relate to them as an associate, you know, or something like that. And they're like, we're not friends. And I'm like, no, I haven't been able to prove you yet. Let something happen in some happen in my life to see how you respond. Do you know, you know, how old my children are? Do you know, you know, what assignment the most high has placed on my life and how you fit into that? Why would I call you my friend? And I don't even know that yet. We just met two months ago. You cool. I love hanging with you, but you haven't proved yourself. And so I love that that value placement in step two. So let's look at number three. Covenant friend is like having a personal lookout. This is the type of friend who's like, uh-uh. What they're not going to do is talk about my friend. They will inform and protect you when people are jealous of you or falsely accusing you of things. They not only do this to your face, but behind your back. Sometimes they will confront those enemies of yours and remind them of your innocence. And sometimes even say some of the things you want to say, but you can't say. We don't always experience this in modern day friendships because they are not biblically rooted. But because the covenant relationship is biblically rooted, that covenant friend is spirit led. They know what to say and do and not to do and how to cover and protect you as a friend in a way that these modern day friends, they just kind of like don't do. Because like Proverbs 20 and 6 says, they are very rare to find. Oh my gosh, they're not easy to come across. If you have a covenant friend who demonstrate those qualities, please do something to honor them today. Be blessed. All right, so that was number three. And I love that because a covenant friend gonna defend you. Like, if you're my friend, there's no way in the world anybody is gonna be able to say anything negative about you in front of me. Like, if you feel comfortable talking about my friend negatively in front of me, I ain't really that person's friend because you should not feel comfortable unless you're toxic, something wrong with you, right? But I love that because some of us, we are around people and we're, we're with friends who don't defend us outside of our presence. Or they don't want to talking about us to other people. That ain't your friend. So I really love number three. Let's look at number four. Remember, this is a throwback. Some of these, I look a little bit of a hot mess, okay? The lighting is all wrong. Why the camera was placed that low? You see all up my nose. Don't, don't nobody want to see all up my nose? But look. Look, you grow, you grow, you learn, you grow. Okay, let's look at number four. Ever seen one of those safes that are just like, you cannot penetrate through it no matter what? I'm talking fire, I'm water, natural disaster cannot penetrate this thing. That's what a covenant friend is like. And nobody's getting anything out of them when it comes to your confessions and your secrets. As far as your secrets, they are actually agents in helping God's will come to pass regarding that thing. When it comes to your confessions, they're the type that you can tell you're dirty, nasty, grimy, ugly, like your worst thing. A covenant friend 
is someone who you can trust with your life. In modern day friendship, this may or may not happen, but a covenant friendship, this is something that actually defines it. And if you get one, my gosh, my gosh, are you blessed? All right, that was number four. I love that. Again, we're talking about the fact that what we label as friendship back in the day was really a covenant. And a covenant was not taken lightly. If you didn't see the beginning, go back to the beginning. But what I loved about that part is the fact that this particular thing defined the friendship. It wasn't just a part of it. So often today, you know, you have a friend. And if you get this and you get that, you know, you're, they use the term lucky. I don't use the term lucky, but with covenant friendship, it's not optional. It does define it. These, these particular things. And this, uh, this little series that I did on friendship years ago was rooted in a study I did about David and Jonathan's friendship and examining their friendship and what that friendship meant. The study, uh, brought me to these conclusions that I shared here. And I think back then I, um, I added the scriptures that I use on the older videos, but I can't remember. I don't know where they are right now. But if you read the story of David and Jonathan, you will see a lot of these things running through it. So let's go to number five. Carnal matters and enemy attacks aim to thwart the plan of God. Covenant relationship is divinely ordered to propel the plans of God. Therefore, the will of God is actually at risk dependent upon the mutual connection in a covenant relationship. Emphasis on the word mutual because a covenant relationship is not lopsided. There's not one bringing more to the table than the other in most cases. Covenant relationship is also very uncommon because certain callings are also uncommon. If you sense that there's a divine calling on your life to pray for a covenant friend because it's the kind of relationship that is actually necessary for certain things to happen in your life personally as well as God's ultimate plan for the kingdom. Just look at the life of David as well as the relationship between David and Jonathan. Be blessed. Peace. All right. So those were the tips that I offered on covenant friendship years and years and years ago, but that are still very much relevant. And I hope that if you are struggling to see whether a friend is truly a covenant relationship rooted in biblical principles, that you will uh, examine them under the lens of these things that I've talked about in this video. As we see here, Latifa Wadi says, I thank y'all for opening my eyes to realizing a lot of my friendships were one-sided. And I'm glad that he opened your eyes to that too, because sometimes we can be what we want for people and they are not bringing to the table what we bring to. And not that it's a competition, but if you're helping someone, then you're helping them. The expectation is for you to give more than they can, they can give, right? But if it's a covenant friendship or relationship, this is something where it's not lopsided. You know, we both add value to each other's lives, not just me constantly adding value to your life. That's not a friendship. That is toxic. That's codependent. Or if it's not toxic to you, it's you helping someone. But that's not a friend. That's not what we would call a friend. So definitely, Latifa, thank you for sharing that. She also says, I used to throw out that term friend way too quickly. Now it's just, yeah, I know. 
<laughs> I know of him or her. She said, I know of him or her. She said, so she said, yeah, I know of them, but I feel you. Um, I think we do, we throw that term out way too loosely. You have to earn that term. Before someone should be able to call you a friend or you call them a friend, it should be earned. Like I said, some people get mad at me. Um, and then as time goes on, you know, they kind of like go away because I won't give them or be whatever they want me to be. But that just shows me you don't really belong in my life because the covenant is not easily broken. Not easily broken. But thank you for sharing that, Latifah. Tiffany Moore says, that message is still relevant. It definitely is. I think sometimes we forget that we even have to examine our relationships on a consecutive basis. Like sometimes we need to, we've been friends for so long that we don't even take inventory or evaluate whether this is still a covenant relationship because th some things are just for seasons. Some people come into your life just for a season. They're not supposed to be there forever, but we hanging on to them, you know, way longer than we're supposed to. Um, but yeah, I think it's relevant so that it can cause us to stop and take inventory and check where this relationship need, the things need to be corrected or whether it's like, you know what, what, what are we doing here? What, what are we doing? Do I only add value to your life or do we both add value to each other's lives? Because if not, what are, this is not really a friendship. So definitely feel you on that. Ted Joe says, hello, Sister Zara. Peace, that Ted Joe. All right, y'all. That's it for me. I know this was pretty quick. I just want to jump on here really quick and do that because I said that I would. And I hope that those tips give you a great reminder if you already knew but you need to get some freshening up in your mindset or if you didn't know that it helps you make some new decisions i'm zara harrison author counselor and coach helping you remember what y'all that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one so you can get free and stay free from toxic mindsets and relationships that's what this channel is all about visit zaraharrison.com help me for a list of other resources that may help you do just that until next time, peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at ZaraHarrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.